we have intro music, which hasn't happened in a long time. This is Going Commando. I really hope that's not loud. I feel like I should be walking slowly down a dark Yeah. With your trench coat going behind you. Maybe like... Having just lost the, the one that I love. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to turn it down a little bit. Yeah. I forgot I had this plugged into the phone and they can only control the volume. Your, uh, <laughs> your, your, your police partner was blown up in a car car explosion. Oh! oh. Or, yeah. or it's like the nighttime. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. nighttime and he's like driving and exactly. thinking about it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a montage like, of your like, friendship. Like smoking a cigarette. Like, ugh, it's a gritty town. It's yeah, it just blew everything up. Tearing me, tearing me apart. And almost like slash like, but Stallone's in it. Like Stallone's yeah. the guy we're thinking about. He's, he's drinking a beer. Mm. Car. Interesting. Because nobody cares about drinking and driving in those movies. That's right. Not at all. Oh yeah, like yeah. especially in. Oh, in uh, the '80s, it was no uh, game shit. And Cobra too. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like drinking. Like remember, he's like t- talking to his the other guy, that partner. Is like, what are you, what, what are you all about? Like, you think you're all hot shit and all that stuff? And it just, he's like drinking too. And then uh, all of the Wire, the whole Wire series on HBO. They're drinking the whole time, yeah. driving. Well, yeah, I mean they're undercover, you know. They're they're in the wire. <laughs> I know, but I mean, I remember Cobra. He just liked his snacks. He was yeah. uh, he was into his junk food, and his partner yeah. was uh, yeah. say you should eat, eat uh, like eat some celery, and, and he'd be like, "Hey, I'm a fucking Cobra." Like, exactly. Do I look? I'm like part I'm of the zombie squad. <laughs> like, do I look like I'm doing bad? Exactly. <laughs> and then look at his butt. I mean, then you look at yeah. Stallone, and it's you look like, at the guy. Uh, and he's a great actor. Hector? No, it's not Hector. Who's played his partner? He's a character actor from the 80s. But... Hector Elizondo? No, it's not Hector Elizondo. <laughs> okay. uh, Edward James Olmos. Uh, it's not Edward James yeah. Olmos either. Um, but you look at the two of them and you're like, who? He, which Ruben of these Blades. two dudes is eating fucking junk Let's food? See. Yeah. Cobra cast. It's, um, it's, gonna, it's on the tip of my tongue. He's... I'm going to beat you. It's funny too because like, you, you also probably missed the part in that movie where his doctor calls. He's like, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Cobra, your, uh, your test results came back. Your um, bad cholesterol is about uh, 300. So. <laughs> he's like, I don't care because I'll, I'll shoot. I'll shoot, I'll shoot my cholesterol if it gets out of line. <laughs> is it Rennie Santoni? Yeah, that's correct. Sure. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. Character actor, big in the 80s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know who I was like in the 80s? Was, uh, Maria Chiquita Alonso. See, I didn't like her. I didn't like her or Ray Dong Chong. And they were like all about the in the 80s movies. Ray Dong Chong. I forgot about yeah, her. Good too. old Marco Rodriguez, too. You didn't like her? I she's, she's, like... she's in The Running Man. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I just never liked him. Oh, man. I mean, Ray... Ray uh... She's in Predator 2, too, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Whoa. Marco yeah. Rodriguez was in Star Trek. What the heck? Actually, I guess Marita Conchita Alonso no, I liked in certain roles when yes. she was younger, but... I, as she got older, I found her more and more annoying. She was like the Fran Drescher of like <laughs> '80s movies, um, cute but kind of annoying. Anyways, anyway, this is Going Commando. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Tank Rodriguez, and if you haven't figured it out yet, by the sound quality, we are in the studio. Um, I will neither confirm or deny if we've been tested or not. Six feet apart. We are six feet ish apart. That's right. We have we have plexiglass. Uh, plexiglass separating yeah, each of us in our own little cubes. Yeah, and we are wearing wearing hazmat suits. Yep. And I definitely know that crabs cannot jump that far. So, <laughs> uh, so they're safe. But I, I, I'm Tank Rodriguez, and of course, uh, your headphones are dangling from your your uh, neck. Yeah, my. iPad. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm Tank Rodriguez. I got Dirty Derek right across from me. How you doing, sir? I am. I'm doing good and and happy to be back in this uh, menage. That's why we call a podcast. Yeah. 
And the brand new studio at that. The brand new studio. I mean, it's like it's a work in progress. It looks it's, it looks very pornish. Like that's right. Uh, that's right. We do have a couch in here. It's it is it, it, not it, of the casting variety. It's a yes. dirty, sticky couch. I, is, I could uh, never even consider that having James encourage me to watch auditions so many times that I couldn't <laughs> potentially even consider that because uh, I don't want to eat puke out of a dog bowl. No, you don't want to do that. No. And, and that's a perfect people, segue. Some, some people like that. Uh, <laughs> puke out of a dog bowl. We got Timothy James Dean here. I'm just playing. I'm playing. How are you doing, man? You going to do it? What is up? What is up? What is up? Oh, he did the proper. He did the proper this time. It's like, um, and, I, and I give you a good sup, sir. What is a up, with my female sup. dogs? Exactly. <laughs> I'm a goddamn gentleman. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'm doing good though. Yeah, Happy good. to be here. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm glad we're all together. I'm, I'm glad that we're doing this. Um, you know, it's. Uh, you know, I. I. I you know, I reached out to everybody today. And uh, to see how we're going to do this episode, you know, amidst COVID-19, you know, murder hornets. Um, and then there's something bigger going on. And I just wanted to, you know, take a second to address it, you know, and acknowledge that it, it is happening. And that we're not, you know, turning a blind eye towards it whatsoever. Um, it's a serious it's a serious thing that's going on. Um, and the only thing we can ask for is change, uh, you know, in, in these current times. I just wanted to get y'all's opinion on it, too, before we, we move forward. Yeah, uh, three things I hate in this life are racist, mm. white beaters, and child molesters. And absolutely, uh, so yeah, I mean, fuck racism. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm white as fuck, so I, <laughs> I recognize that. I check my I check my privilege at the door. Um, but you know, honestly, like I know a lot of people are, you know, this is a hard time for a lot of people, and, yeah. and there are definitely people on the front lines that are uh, that are out there fighting the good fight, and. Uh, we are, you know, trying to show our solidarity and support. Um, Absolutely, the best way we know can, yeah. we can, and that's uh, by letting the, our listeners know that we, you know, we're we're allies here and we're gonna stand beside anybody that needs it. Absolutely, because we fuck social injustice, fuck so. social injustice, and fuck racists. Yeah. Yeah. If you're racist and you listen to this podcast, stop listening. Do, yeah, do not like and subscribe. Forget. You know what? Go listen to Joe Rogan show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> go listen to Alex Jones. Yeah. Go, yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean that's the thing. Is to uh, reiterate everything, reiterate everything uh, Derek uh, said. Yeah, same. Obviously, uh, these are crazy times, but you know the thing is, um, it's not new, and it's just because it's in the public eye right now doesn't mean it's ever stopped. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. you know black people haven't been institutionally criminalized and turn a blind eye to uh, the abuse that they suffer constantly from uh, law enforcement. They're... Look, man, you... I've tried to stay off negative internet as much as possible, but obviously you can only do that to a certain degree. Um, I recently made a post because, you know, I, I had to take a look and see how amazing and how positive my own circle of friends were, my, whether real-life friends or internet friends, and the, the amount of you know, empathy and passion and, you know, uh, a, a willingness to fight the good fight was very encouraging. Um, I will just say this, you know, what? all lives do matter, but all lives aren't being fucking killed by the police consistently. Yeah. So if you have a problem with Black Lives Matter, turn off this fucking podcast and fucking learn something because... Yeah. Or stop breathing. Yeah. Or I, stop I, breathing. I yeah. Less. Exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> if, if you can, 
Yeah. Please, <laughs> please take your penis and, exactly. and if you can, insert it into your anus and, <laughs> and kindly go fuck yourself. Definitely chop um, your balls off. Too, but yeah, to James' point, yeah, it's you know we we care about all people. At the end of the day, they're they're you know the human race, and that's that's important. But you know, there's obviously not everybody's treated equally, and that's why. You know, we, we can't really say, like, at this point in time, like, all lives matter because not everybody is, is in that same situation on a daily basis. So Black Lives Matter does mean all lives matter. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, it's like exactly. yeah, Black yeah, Lives yeah. Matter because they're yeah. part of all lives. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I would, I would like to think that if, uh, if the roles were reversed and, you know, uh, you know uh, another ethnicity was in that role, whether it be Hispanic Asian. Doesn't even matter or, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if anybody was, was, yeah, even if, if whites were being oppressed, yeah. you know what he, I mean? He, he, here's my biggest yeah. thing with this: is if I were to tell you somebody died unjustly and you were upset, that's the proper fucking response. Absolutely. But if I tell you a black man was unjustly murdered by a cop and anything about that changes your opinion, you're a terrible motherfucking piece of shit. If the first yeah. question is like, well, yeah. what did he do? Because what yeah. you're doing is you're focusing on the black police and not the unjustly murdered part. Right. And yeah. it's that distinction that upsets people, and it's that distinction that makes you a fucking racist piece of yeah. shit. Mm. I, I think the other, the other part of it is, too, I think that, that gets frustrating is like... Um, there, there are people that truly care about this, like, and they they care about it. and It would bother them any day of the week, mm. and I think there are other people out there that only care about it because it's a publicized Absolutely. event, and people get on their their bandwagon and their high horse. Oh and my they're God. all about oh, yeah. you know fight the power, but you didn't give a fuck yesterday. Yeah, yeah. and two and months you, and two months yeah, from now, yeah, you you're not going to give, give a fuck. fuck. And that's the biggest yeah. thing, which is a lot of what yeah. I see social on my yeah. social media is like, hey, that's cute that you care right now that you're turning your fucking little. Yeah. You know, Instagram, you know, photo to a pure black photo, which also doesn't help anything. Yeah. Um, but how about you give a fuck when it's not cool yeah. and not trendy when, and when not, it's not yeah. on TV. And how it's about, not trending. Yeah. 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 I mean, so. how about the other hundreds upon hundreds of innocent black lives that are taken um, every other day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's now is not the time to, to grow conscious. You should have had that before. Yeah. yeah. Like and, and great. If your eyes are open now and you're, you're like, I'm going to care about this every day moving forward. Perfect. Yeah. But but honestly like it's a life and you probably should have cared about it from the get-go yeah one thing i will say though i'll I'll say this is my final thing two things one it is amazing globally that how much solidarity there is globally in this round like i think universally globally we have gotten to the point where people have just had enough enough is enough and the showing of solidarity across the globe is fucking very encouraging um people think like this shit is new no like fucking martin luther king died he was murdered. Fucking people got to the streets and changed laws. That's how the world works. Mm-hmm. Egypt, completely, the, the fucking people completely shut Egypt down. Shit changed. That's how we, that's how you affect change. Yeah. Finally, um, if you're one of these fucking assholes online who are fucking bringing up looting and fucking property damage, number one, fucking learn some facts. Learn who's actually doing the looting. Look at the fucking police fucking instigation. Look at the fucking Baiting. paid loot. Like, Beyond that, fuck. If you value property more than you value human life, again, you are a wholesale piece of shit. Yeah. Period. What I what I said to that is like, is it is looting right? Like, is it? it it's like, no, of course not. But if 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 they feel if people feel that you know if this what need, this what needs to happen, great. Like, hey, I get it. You know, I mean, I I'm not. You know, I don't support looting. I don't support rioting. But if that's what it takes to for, get your voice heard, okay, great. Now, okay, and, and then at a certain point, you're like, okay, 
we burned the city to the ground. Now we have to have a solution. And that's the thing is, at some point, people have to fucking... When, when, you get, when the government has all of the authority, all the power... We live in a... a we live in a fucking police state. It's fact. Yeah. The police and the military are the most funded thing in the United States. It's inarguable. We live in a fucking police state. Yeah. The people only have so much recourse. And when fucking silent protest and peaceful protest is pushed by the police, then fucking riots happen. Yeah. And guess what? That's how shit gets done. Right. But beyond that, like, you know. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if, you're, if you're concentrating on the looting and not, yeah. like, how it got there. Yeah, and guess what? Pieces of shit are going to be, a tr- like, those are not the, those are, watch footage. Yeah. The people who are fucking looting and smashing windows are fucking, like, Eric Paul, like, who's that fucking dude? On, John, uh, yeah, oh, Jake Paul. Jacob, Jacob Paul. Paul. Yeah. They're dickhead fucking opportunists. They're not the actual protesters. I saw this one lady. Yeah break into like a pizza place well mm-hmm. they were looting into a pizza place she came out with a, a bottle of coke like just <laughs> a 12 ounce i was like really <laughs> i mean yeah i mean that's and, and that's why i said this before and that's i just had to take a, a break off social media yeah absolutely a lot of hi- hypocrites out there like and I, I think that's that was the point i tried to make when i left i was like hey you know like don't talk about the propaganda machine when you're spilling propaganda all over the place and pointing the fingers like but i think to, to your point like you are going to be represented by your your worst supporter yeah. out yeah. there, and these and these people aren't really even supporters, but they're representing a cause and they're taking away from the the value of it. Where there's legitimate people trying to do things the right way, right? And then you have a handful of people that are, are probably honestly like, in a few videos that I saw, were self entitled white kids. Oh yeah, I mean you know, that's the one and, thing. And I'm sorry, like that's you know like you know fucking check your white privilege. Like you have no you have no right. To be spreading Black Lives Matters on a building. Well, that's the thing is, know? there's what I've been enjoying a lot is how much people are being checked. Yeah. Where it's like, look, don't fucking spray paint. Like, first off, you're not going to get blamed for it. Fucking yeah. those black kids who are fucking taking the super seriously are going to get blamed for it. Right. Um. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we. This whole podcast could be about the subject. Yeah. But, and, but, and, and and to your point, it was, it was another analogy that I liked was. If not all cop, if not all cops are bad, not all protesters are bad either. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like you're, and if you're trying to say you're, I mean, you're, you're only as strong as your weakest link. It's like, hey, like you're you're taking like the minority of this group here, and you're making that whole, you're making that generalization about everybody, and it's just not right. It's not fair. I mean, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, check check your group, yeah, and you know, hold people accountable. And Absolutely. if people are out there, like, I mean, to my point, like, I think. Racists out there should be treated no different than fucking child molesters. Like, Absolutely, you know, you know they should be the prize of society, not the people that are being racist against. And you know, I, I guess to leave on that note before we get into it, like, stay safe out there, people. Absolutely, but, you know, Most stay out there and yeah. you know, keep you know, keep fighting the good fight. And we're and gonna document, be, yeah, we're document, gonna be we're gonna document, be here to support document. you and you know, have a voice and make sure it's your voice. Yeah, and uh, you know, hopefully. You know, fingers crossed things will change if enough people push to change it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Stay safe. We love you. And we're here for you. Yeah. And on that note, we do want to have a positive here, a positive experience here. Uh, You know, this is Going Commando. And I thought you all had a very, very, very well uh, topic picked out. Excited. Um, And uh, I'll let you all explain it. <laughs> so oh, okay, <coughs> dying. That's not so, that's not a Rona cough. By so the way. we haven't done one of these <laughs> in a while. That, I think since our like second or third episode, uh, but every now and then on Going Commando, we just like to break. Me and uh, Derek like to just bring movies to the table, just, talk about movies we love. Any anything, anything. Yeah, in nothing that, is off the limits. Exactly. We're um, gonna find that out tonight. 
So, but yeah, so I don't have headphones in, so I didn't get that music cue, but <laughs> it, it was a transition it was transition a, button. It was like a little like wicka, 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 kind of with a symbol. <laughs> so Derek, uh, you're seem like would you like to go second cuz you 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 seem pretty like it's going to be a kind of a shock. Do you want to go second or we going to go first? I don't care either way. Um, it doesn't matter to me. Like I, I can go first, I guess. Let's go. So, okay, all so right. let's go first. So so we're saying we're supposed to talk kind of about like one of our favorite movies, and it is we're doing favorite action movies. I think favorite movie. We should say anything in general. Yeah. Okay. Like, any, cool. Anything. Nothing's off the table. You did say at one point it was it was going to be action, but I think you might have changed your mind. I did change my mind. I, I so figured. Okay. I changed my mind twelve times, like in the process. If I wow. were to keep count. Well, so all right. So I I had one movie in mind, but I was like, man, we've already, we've talked about this a lot. And then I was actually flipping through Amazon the other night. And I came across a movie I hadn't watched since I was a kid. And I watched it. I was like, ah, I cannot, I cannot believe I forgot how much I love this movie. Um, it is it is fun. And I love the cast. And it is Stay Tuned. Oh, yeah. So just saw that's on there. Yeah. yeah with uh, uh, John, yeah. John Ritter, Pam Dauber. Um, for anybody that's never watched Stay Tuned, um, it's if you ever grew up as being a kid like that, watch a lot of TV or movies, like... I don't know about anybody else in this room. I always thought it would be so cool, like to be like, what if you were in a movie, right? Like, what if like you had that, like, what if you were like all of a sudden transported into a movie? Uh, what would it be like? What would you do? Like, you know, would you be the hero? Would you got to get killed off? And this whole story is about uh, John Ritter, um, who I love him in mostly everything he does. So um, plays a guy that's pretty much like TV obsessed. He's like kind of the typical like late. 80s, early 90s, like couch potato. Uh, it's two kids and a, and a very successful wife, and he's kind of like a, a schlob salesman. Um, and pays more attention to TV than he, he does his own family. So one night his wife gets mad, she throws his, his bowling trophy through the uh, through the TV and like storms off. And next thing you know, this uh, the salesman comes to the door. He's very nefarious um, looking, and it's played by Jeffrey Jones. Now, I'm going to pause. I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna, I, yeah, yeah, we yeah, got to talk I'm, about that I'm, motherfucker I'm, I'm, for a I'm second. Gonna pause, pause there. <laughs> so, Jeffrey Jones, you may know him as the dad in Beetlejuice, the uh, mom and dad saves the world, Ferris Wheel's day off as yes. Principal Rooney. You also may know him as a very convicted child molester <laughs> and on child pornography charges. So, um, I will say, fuck that guy. Great actor, yeah. still fuck terrible him. person. Go fuck terrible person, yes. Um, but he, and of course, you know, playing somebody who's evil is all right. It's very self-suiting uh, in this case. But he sells, he sells genre, gives genre this TV, makes him sign this contract, and the TV is actually uh, a ploy by the devil to collect souls. And uh, John Ritter, accidentally his wife, and their heated argument in the backyard gets sucked into the TV. And they have to make it. Uh, this is HTV or Hell TV. So every show in there has like this, this, like evil spin on it. Uh, so like, like just some of the more memorable ones are like different strokes, where it's literally about two guys having Three strokes. strokes. Um, there's there's uh, Wayne's Wayne's Underworld, where it's like the undead Wayne and Garth, uh, you know, torturing their guests. He, John Ritter wears a shirt that says Sphincter Boy on it. Uh, one of my favorite. And probably wouldn't be as like PC today is actually uh, is at the uh, towards the end of the movie where John Ritter and uh, Spike or Jeffrey Jones' character are fighting and they get sucked into a salt and pepper video um, for uh, Turn It Up and uh, 
and and Pep is the uh, on the evil side, and uh, Assault is on the uh, the good side, and uh, so they're like they're battling. And I kid you not, John Ritter looks pretty much like uh, Prince with the kind of the Jerry Curl swirl and the yellow onesie suits, like Prince of New Power Generation yeah, type outfit. And they're like dancing, trying to battle for like the remote control to like get out. And it's like it's probably the funniest thing ever watching John Ritter try to like dance. He does this like little move where he. Like mm-hmm. does like this like Michael Jackson move and then zaps himself out. But um, I just forgot how much I truly love the movie and solely for like the really the creativity behind it. Um, there were so many great like parodies. Um, there was like the exorcism exercise class. There was like uh, it was like catastrophic home videos where they go to like the neighbors and they tell them like her husband's dead and like they film it. Um, Three, three men in Rosemary's Baby. Oh, wow. Like Golden Ghouls. Like, you you name it. Like, there, there's some version of it. Um, you know, the Marquis did Abel is a big thing at the end. Uh, and, and Eugene Levy's in the movie. Uh, he's, like, kind of the great comic relief. And uh, Don Kafka is in it. He plays kind of, like, one of the, uh, like, uh, hell, like, executives down there. Uh, <laughs> it's too funny. He's got this, like, weird mustache, this, like, long hair. Um but it's just it's just a really super funny movie, and John Ritter is is great in it, and obviously Pam Dauber. There's a great wrestling scene in there where they have to fight. They do tag team wrestling against these two like evil, like giant wrestlers with like horns. Are they real wrestlers? Um, it's fine. I they, they could be. Um, I'm sure they had some. Or I mean, yeah. Sometimes they use stuntmen for that. But, show, uh, but but yeah, you know, these were kind of the the movies I grew up with as a kid. Um, and I remember seeing it so many times in the theater when it came out. I've just like. You know, I, Lou Albano. Yeah, Lou Albano's in it. Yeah, he yeah. plays a referee. Oh, okay. Um, and then yeah, there's there's two like a tag team, hu- husband and wife team. Um, so maybe it was just actors, but Lou Albano. It could be. I'll take it. He there's, was, you know, Lou Albano was in a lot of the a lot of movies coming out in there. He was. Um, you know, it, it's funny though. Like it's it's one of those. Uh, you know, it's one of those movies that. Um, you know, so for, for me growing up, like the thing to do on the weekend is, you know, my parents were a little bit older and, uh, obviously did not want to go to, my dad would rather watch movies at home. Um, so get my allowance, drop me off at the movie theater. I'd be there the whole day. So like every weekend, if there was nothing playing, I'd just go back and see what I already watched because why not? Right. Um, back when movies were far less expensive to go to. And, um, so it was kind of cool to just go in and like, I remember seeing this movie, like there was like three weekends in a row, there was like nothing playing, it was like school vacation and uh-huh. I would just keep going back and watch, watching this movie. But um, there was always a little something I picked up like every single time that I was there, um, you know, just kind of picking it up or like didn't see it or like there's a, you know, an after like fall TV thing where they talk about like all the different like fall TV lineups. There's a, you know, uh, there's a one about the Manson family. <laughs> family where it's like leaver to beaver but with chuck manson uh, <laughs> yeah so there's there's just a lot of really like funny uh you know funny little things that that occur like within the movie um that that happen and it's just got a lot of really great nods to like other other movies and a lot of them are horror related as well which i obviously ties into a lot of our, our podcast and, and my level horrors so yeah. um it was it was kind of it was a very fun movie and i hadn't seen it in such a long time and uh i got a kick out of it um and and my son who's been uh you know 
watching a lot of like doing watch parties with his friends on discord um so he's like he's like oh what is this movie so he like took it away and was like gonna go watch it with his friends online on amazon so it was a cool like a whole nother generation of people nice. um you know and watching john, it as well. john ritter i don't think he got enough I, I was gonna say man like as a kid i thought he was the funniest person on earth i and jack tripper was my hero um i everything he did and he had this late career kind of resurgence yeah um you know with uh, uh sling blade and then mm-hmm. um uh bad santa and like he was sort of coming having a comeback he was Bride actually of, on the variety yeah, show Bride of Bride of Bride of things, uh, ten, uh, 10 rules before dating my yeah. teenage daughter yeah. yeah yeah and people and like he was getting a comeback and he passed away kind of you know way too young yeah. the one thing is that he he and i always love these stories he's one of those guys in hollywood that not one person had a bad story about all they said especially i forget the actress who played his wife on that tv show said like he was a just oh, the kindest homegirl home from uh married with children yeah katie siegel it was katie siegel that's yeah. right exactly she said just what an unbelievably kind generous good person he was and like you know at one point he was like one of the biggest star like during like the mid to late 70s he was one of the biggest stars on tv yeah. but and then problem child came, oh yeah. my god he was awesome yeah. oh yeah i love that <laughs> problem movie. Child films but oh my god i always wonder whatever that's oh that was a great movie too though yeah. that's problem child <laughs> that I, uh, used to me crazy. Oh, i hated that kid no. but well, of course you read it. You're supposed yeah, to. You're, exactly. supposed, exactly. you're supposed to hate him, and you got work, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, too, like that is, those that were it. not. Those were like straight to video movies, and they were not like success. Like everybody will saw them because they were on cable. And wait, Problem Child went straight to it, no. He, no it, it went to, the, it went to the movies. Like but, they uh, were not popular films. Oh, <laughs> I watched them. But, I but yeah, that was one that I watched oh, a yeah. lot yeah. as a kid. Yeah, it was one of those like that. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I was wondering what happened to that kid. It, so there's a YouTube video actually. Uh, where they all got back together and uh, problem child really yeah well I mean uh, and, and, and again like you, the two two you were saying all they said were just above above excellent things for John Ritter and I was just like yeah man uh, but yeah no they they they, uh, they they really did even the the, the girl from uh, the birthday party mm-hmm. where she's like Meh, crying and everything she even <laughs> oh, yeah. they, like good. they even did that too oh, uh, yeah Michael Richards was in that too yeah. he was in the oh, uh, well, he wasn't yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't because you know he's a racist too. But, uh, but yeah, I like it when he plays the, the. My favorite scene in that movie is like when he tries to play baseball and he just runs around hitting, hitting, everybody. hitting everybody in the nuts yeah. with a baseball bat. Like everybody's knocked out. He's like, I did it! It's, and it's still one of, one of my favorite gifts of him yeah. in the devil suit and just waving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the thing. Man, that's now I gotta find that. From. Now I gotta find that gif online and, yeah. use, and it's, use it. It's what yeah. I use it like a, a lot. Like whenever I burn somebody on Slack or something, it's like, hey, yeah. uh, that's one of the. The main image in my head yeah. is that specifically. Yeah, but yeah, rip, rip in peace, John yeah, Ritter. Yeah, not he was, too soon. Yeah, such a such a good dude. But yeah, man, I, I got such. A, I was like, man, I cannot go into this podcast. Number one, never talked about it on any ever podcast. Yeah. And two, uh, I just forgot how great it was, and it was I, it was something I brought brought me, and that's why I knew it was it was good to bring up because it brought me. It was a lot of nostalgia, and it brought me a lot of joy watching it again. Yeah, and uh, it was it was fun, man. It was just a fun fun movie to watch uh, as a kid and and as an adult. Some things don't age well, but this was uh, you know in a yeah. in an environment where really you know TV is is very relevant. Not cable TV as much as as it is like streaming now, but like 
man, I, w- I would love for them to do like a some rebooted ad or like a sequel to it or something where they're like streaming. <laughs> like, I-, I always enjoyed like the way that the actual like the film, the camera actually looked, the way the like the cinematography was presented. Like the film, of, like the actual film look, like the way Problem Child did. Well, like the fizzing it, like the, yeah, the like TV the static. Yeah, it, it looked old and vintage. Like you yeah. look at UHF too, like you oh, know, like yeah. something like that. It just looks like that is a great movie too. It yeah, is. that's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah that's our yeah. Uh, Stanley, 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 Stanley Spadowski. <laughs> another Michael Richardson movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we talk about Transylvania Six Five Thousand, and then it's his oh, triumvirate yes. <laughs> film uh, roles. Yes, <laughs> yes, tri- yeah, that's uh, Ed Bedley Jr. and uh, mm. and Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And that, and, uh, yeah. Well, lanky, lanky. That's an uh, interesting Goldblum. choice. I, I, I really, I would never have guessed that. Yeah. No, that's why I was like, you guys are never going to guess this. Yeah. So my original, my original one that I was, I was going to talk about. Um, that I watch all the time was Demolition Man. And I was like, you know what? We've talked about so much. We had, that was the first one we did, Derek. Yeah. You talked about Demolition Man and Cobra. Yeah. I forgot which one I... talking about it again. We talked about one of her favorite movies, so... That's what the whole point <laughs> is. Yeah, it, it's, well, it's... I mean, you're more than welcome to talk about it again. No, no, no. We, I talk, we've talked it to death until the sequel comes out, there and then uh, we can talk about it. Um, I don't need to talk about it again. So I was like, I'm going to bring something new to the table that I, I personally enjoy... Is not. It's got action in it though. It's got some action in it. Yeah. Uh, it's got gunfights. Somebody gets you, James. You would love this because woman gets stamp, stamped by Godzilla-like creature. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Mr. Seidenbaum's wife gets t- stampled in Tokyo uh, by Godzilla. They have Star Trek on there. Three's Company, like. Okay, yeah, that's gotta right. have to. Three's Company. So yeah, it's, it's, it was just a good. I love a good parody movie too. So. This is anytime you can like kind of parody horror and reality together. It's like a whole whole. I wish they had this show in real life. Like I wish they had this channel in real life. Hell TV. I'd watch it. I love it. <laughs> well, Jimothy, it is your turn. Sweet. Well, like I said, my my film kind of go in, co- coincides a little bit with the discussion we started with, tangentially, but. Uh, but it's one of my favorite movies ever, and surprisingly, it's something we've never talked about on this podcast. They live one of I my most it. quotable movies. Repo the genetic opera. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, let's do it. Yo, I got you, fucker. I love uh, that movie. Let me you the longest, like fucking rib ever. Exactly. This whole time, like a tattoo you've never noticed. That's right. Alexa Vega and Paris oh, Hilton together. Exactly. Girl, I fucking love. That's right. Paris Hilton. That's right. Anthony Stewart head. I love exactly. him. The biggest skinny puppy back tat. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I like the skinny. I, I don't hate skinny puppy. I just like giving you shit. All right. What's Anyways, your, what's your movie? My movie is 1985's Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Oh, this was one of the Leroy. Most, <laughs> one of the most watched films in in my household. Um. I still, to this day, it has, every five minutes there's an amazing quote in it. Um, some of them I, I can't really repeat. <laughs> Catches bullets with his teeth. I'm not going to finish that quote. But anyways, great quotes. Um, but yeah, it's a great movie. Um, it's one of those things, like, growing up in the 80s, it was, like, I didn't think of that as like a black film. I just thought it was a cool ass movie. Yeah. Um, it didn't. It did not dawn on me that it wasn't like a thing that the entire cast is made up of people of color and the white people are all villains. Like, it didn't, wasn't like, it was just like, yeah, these are bad people, these are good people. And fucking Bruce Leroy, Leroy Green is, the, is a bad motherfucker, kicking ass. He, yeah. he gets the glow. But, anyways, 
It's a great movie. I'll run down the synapses real quick. Uh, real quick before you do, Laurel Charles can still get it. Well, I was going to say, so Vanity, Vanity yes, dude, <laughs> could not sing to save her life, but Prince was smart enough to know that she would sell records because she was gorgeous. Yeah. Still, like, watching the movie, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> this, totally, is, this is everything I'd ever wanted in a movie and more. Absolutely. Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt you, sir. No worries. I can't go wrong with that. I mean, I just, I mean just can't. She, yeah, she's still, still, she's a little, couldn't get it. She's a little too skinny for my tastes, yeah. usually, but... She, She's still smoking. I don't even know what this is about, but I still love I, it anyway. I, I don't know about Harry like, and the, I don't know what Harry and Anderson's doing in that picture, well, but I, I, I need him to leave. Yeah, right? Right. <laughs> Harry's lucked out. Anyways, she's gonna get that big foot. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so she was also an Action Jackson. This exactly. Yeah. I thought about Action. Yeah. I actually wanted to watch Action Jackson this yeah. week. Um, Anyways, we got really off the rails real quick. All right, Last Dragon. Anyway, Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. It's the story of Leroy Green, aka Bruce Leroy, who's a young martial artist whose hero is Bruce Lee. His family they live in uh, uh, in Bed Stuy, Brooklyn. They do not understand their son. You know, he's this young black kid in the uh, '80s who thinks he's Bruce Lee and thinks he's a martial artist. And his younger brother is this like loud talking, break dancing, like wise ass kid who thinks his older brother's a nerd. Because he's a vert, he's never been with a woman. All he cares about is kung fu. Um, anyways, and but it's the story of Bruce Leroy, who uh, his teacher uh, tells him the final step is to find the glow. And so you know, uh, it's his, like his mission, his life. Meanwhile, uh, there's some evil martial artists uh, in, who run the neighborhood, led by the legendary Shonuff, the Shogun of Harlem, uh, who is one of the greatest movie villains. Of all time. Uh, every time that dude is on screen, it's incredible. Um, and uh, it also it's also the story of this evil... Who I still... To this day, just his face makes me upset. But the evil Eddie Arcadian, who is like this fucking... He's like this like slimy businessman who's trying to like... Uh, you know, get his girlfriend to become like the next like Madonna or like, you know, big pop star. And uh, but he's like a little like low-level criminal... Um, and but he wants to he wants to basically uh, he's basically forcing this young singer slash the head of this like dance club uh, whose name's Laura Charles played by the as we said the beautiful vanity um, so somehow Bruce Leroy sort of gets involved with her and then they start this like kind of like you know she thinks he's super cute but he's a weird dude because all he wants to do is kung fu and he has no he has no moves that's the whole thing um, <laughs> and meanwhile his younger brother is in love with vanity too and um, but it's basically the story of how Bruce Leroy, uh, you know, protects her and then finally uh, defeats uh, Shonuff and gets the glow. Um, and it's an interesting movie. Barry Gordy wanted to make a kung fu movie, but he wanted to do it for, you know, black audience. Um, trying to find the lead character was really hard. Trying to find, like, you know, uh, a black actor who could do kung fu. So what they said is they just went and found Tamak who was the star of the movie, who had never acted before. He was a legitimate martial artist. Good-looking dude. I remember thinking he was like the coolest-looking, good-looking dude. Yeah. Uh, not the best actor, but it, because he's supposed to be this sort of wooden kind of fish-out-of-water, you know, you know, culturally confused kind of uh, character, it sort of it makes sense. Um, but, you know, uh, the, uh, Julius Carey, I think is the name of the guy who, who plays Shonuff. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a martial artist, but he was like, he's like 6'5", and... Obviously, a very good actor, very yeah. cool look. So they taught him kind Loved of martial arts. Yeah, dude. I mean, his whole outfit is so fucking yeah. cool. Um, 
But yeah, the movie's so fucking fun. The the soundtrack is great. First, it has yeah. El Debarge, Rhythm yeah. of the Night, which you is one can of my never get wrong with that. favorites. That's right. I mean, Debarge, <laughs> Debarge for life. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. I I, yeah. I want to get a Debarge tattoo. He was married to uh, one of my biggest crushes of all time, uh, Janet Jackson. Uh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Got dude, it. fucking uh, 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 the like Velvet Rope Tour era Janet Jackson. The uh, oh yeah, hair pull back. Oh, uh, dude, when she had like the kind of no, the kind of like blondie, with, like uh, the curly. I was, she, I was always a fan of the rhythm, Nathan. I mean, the, yeah, oh, Janet Jackson. Jackson. That was, that was yeah. But she got yeah. super sexy around like yeah. the Janet album. Oh, slash. and then uh, that's the way love goes. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god, yeah, that one, dude. Yeah, that one. Te- that one sweaty. Takes, that, was that the? Uh, Woo! Was that was that the? Uh, oh. Was that like the Timberlake titty hold? Generation. No, that was way before. When, yeah, it wasn't. Way before, or like, yeah. was it? No, I, no, maybe it wasn't. It was like the Rolling Stones album cover, but or yeah, like Rolling famous. Stones magazine cover with. But her. that was like it, that yeah, was, was right. Like, yeah. That was right before Scream. That yes, she did it with Michael Jackson. That's right, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, so. I mean, she was smoking up. But it was the barge. It was a great yeah. movie, man. Like, I, well, first of all, I like how we can break down like our or, like our infatuations with like Janet Jackson by era. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, she was cute. Well, I'm, I'm she sorry. Was like, she's she good was, in every generation. She was a little. She was a thick of this during the oh, and Rhythm Nation, I'm but, uh, I'll but take it. But she got just super like sexual because like yes. even at that point she was. Which I'm, I'm down with fucking control, Janet. Like, yeah. Miss Janet, if you're nasty, like do what you want. Do what you want, Mama. I get get down with all Janet, but uh, but anyways, Janet all day. Even even a few years ago, she hadn't. She'd been out of the public spotlight, but she showed up for this thing. She still looked fucking smoking hot. At hundred percent. Like meanwhile, her whole family looked like fucking like. You know the fucking the like, evil uh, marionette from fucking Goosebumps. Should, 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 should be on an episode of Hoarders, Miss, like Slappy, whatever. Yeah. Slappy. But anyways, it, was that Latoya? Oh man, pots of surgery, man. No, but, so it was you know, for me, right, real quick. It was it was Janet Jackson and Paula Abdul. Like, I, ah, I love Paula like, too. Yes, yeah, straight up, oh, straight up, dude. Tell me. In fact, yeah. okay. Not only was Janet Jackson fine, but her whole fucking dance troupe was fine. Oh yeah, and there was a one the. Uh, she like during the whole era like they're all in the same videos there's like four or five of them that are just fucking next level but it was Janet's choreographer who had this like little black pixie haircut at the time that even to this day yeah. like I start getting a little sweat <laughs> yeah. can, can, I, can I just say this was this was the generation this was a time where it was amazing to watch choreography music yeah. yes Janet Jackson and can I just throw it out there thank you JLo the Fly Girls on a Living Color. Oh, yeah. By far. Uh, oh, yeah. Also super amazing. So if you had the combination of like seeing a Janet Jackson video and then watching a Living Color, like you're in your room for days. You're not even coming out. We'll talk about the Nitro Girls, but we'll yeah, save that yeah. for the yeah. fucking wrestling yeah. podcast. Uh, but yes, Last Dragon is, you know, I remember watching it on HBO when I was a kid. And I fucking love that movie. And I never knew the name of it the longest time. I just remembered it was, it was, I just, it was just Leroy. That's all I remember from the show, from the movie. Uh, but yes, Vanity, uh, amazing. Um, yeah, I can't can't really sing, but didn't really need to in this movie. But yeah, I mean, the Kung Fu was great. The effects were great in this movie when he gets the glow. So the good versus evil, like fight, just, you know, and coming up. Awesome. Like, yeah, just like, like the, 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 the whole the thing. Sweat the in the water. That's awesome. I love that game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had it. Eddie Ray's Jr. Uh, was like the we had a very sm- yeah, yeah. small role. Um, yeah. I forget his name. It's uh, but the guy that plays um, like the sort of comic relief. It's like uh, it's one of Bruce Leroy's. Um, Eddie Ray's Jr. No, no, no. Uh-huh. It's um, he's uh, Glenn Eaton who plays Johnny Yu. Um, he I fucking love him in that movie. He's so funny. Him he's like 
He's like the older kid that um, Ernie Reyes Jr.'s character sort of is like, they're like buddies. They do like the break dancing together and shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole fucking cast is great. Yeah. There's a William H. Macy was in this movie. Yeah, he plays the fuck. He plays the uh, uh, the manager of, or like the show producer for Vanity's nightclub thing. And slash like American Bandstandy oh. kind of show. Oh. Chaz Palminteri. Uh-huh. It's got a great cast. Yeah. In the, uh, I gotta go back to Keisha Knight Plum, back in Cosby days. Yep, Keisha Knight Plum. Yeah. Um, uh, and Christopher Murney as Eddie Arcania, he's so fucking good. He's such a great slimy character. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, hurry your pizza to Daddy Green's Pizza. Oh, no. There's a real now... Vanity's dead. Yeah, she died a few years ago. No! Which, yeah. That's she died terrible. like a Christian. She, she had like found sad. Jesus like a lot like... And, but there's a real... So in the movie, there's Damn. Daddy Green's Pizza. Yeah. There's a real... Somebody opened up a pizza parlor in bed Brooklyn named Daddy Green's Pizza as like an homage. Next, uh, next so time I'm in New York, I'm gonna go uh, get some Daddy go, Green's pizza. I'm gonna go find some Daddy Green's pizza. Direct hurry your pizza to Daddy yeah. Green's pizza. But um, movie so <laughs> you just do a SpongeBob song. <laughs> it's, I'm saying that's the quote from the movie. It's this. It's uh, but the one thing is like I said, the, the whole movie's fucking like. There's so many great moments. It's like one of those movies that like, and one thing I loved about it too is like the Asian characters in the movie. Um, you know, typical movies they would be the ones that were like sort of like had like the um. The broken English and be like the uncool ones, and this it's Bruce Leroy that's the fucking uncool one, and they yeah. like all speak like street slang yeah. and like they're all like you know they they like make fun of other people like you know they end up kind of getting their getting theirs because you know like they're kind of like scumbaggies. But it was, I remember as a kid being that's a really interesting choice. Like they're like making fun of him and the whole like they run a uh, like he's like trying to find like the master. And so the key, there, he thinks the master is making fortune cookies, and it turns out to just be like some fucking machine that just tur- churns out <laughs> fortune cookies. I remember that. Uh, but it's a great fucking movie. It's one of those movies that, like, I've watched a million times, and I can watch a million more and never get tired of it. Uh, everybody's great in it. Everybody's really unique. All the characters are very three-dimensional. Um, and I think it's like, you know, um, for years it wasn't something that you got brought up. People would know Show Enough. Like, if you said Show Enough, somebody yeah. might be like, Shogun Harlem. But <laughs> it wasn't like, didn't scale a lot of love. But recently, like, the TV show Insecure had a whole episode uh, where they're doing, like, a midnight movie type of thing. And it's, uh, the midnight movie is Last Dragon. They kind of, it kind of has its moment. There's a TV show called Laser Wolf on, on Adult Swim. And there was a whole episode where they talk about how much they love that movie in the cast. Um, it's been referenced in hip-hop songs and stuff. So it's kind of, had like a little bit of a cultural sort of uh, resurgence a little bit, but it's one of those movies I feel like if you love, especially if you love, like if you grew up on 80s kung fu movies or yeah. martial arts movies at all, like if you don't bring this movie up, you're fucking retarded. Like yeah. it's, yeah. it's so much fun. Yeah. And this movie too, it, this was kind of remind me around the time period that, uh, that you had like movies like uh, like Break In and Break In Two, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Uh, so this had the best of both worlds because you not only had like choreography, dancing, great soundtrack, but you also had kung fu on top of that, yeah. um, and a great cast. I was always Electric uh, Break In Two, Electric Boogaloo, and they yeah. dance on the ceiling as well. My favorite. Um, so uh, just so you know, that is Jean Claude Van Damme's first movie. Is Break In Two. I heard that. Yeah. yeah, I think I brought it up in this podcast. But him and the guy that plays, uh, he was always in all the movies that like Middle Eastern dude that he's in like every fight. He's in Lionheart. Uh, he actually plays the guy that plays Tung Po. They're in it together. Anyways, gotcha. They're both like kind of break dancing, not really, but <laughs> yeah, they're trying. They're wait, trying. They're wait, really hard. Did y'all did y'all only bring one movie? Well, there's the point. We're, yeah, we're going to both just, discuss yeah, like a single movie, a movie that we're passionate about. Yeah. Wow. Well, that went that went a little too. What, quick. what about you, man? You got you got a movie that uh like really. <sighs> 
You can talk about whatever movie you want to, dude. No judgment in this room. There's a judgment-free zone. As you I just... look at James, are you, you promise there's no judgment? <laughs> look, you, you like what you like. You look, know, I do. Look, yeah. there, there's, there's one movie that's really special to me that I watched a lot growing up. Uh, I guess it's an action movie, uh, but I, I think it has more of a sentimental value that I saw with my, my, with my grandma and like after that. Your ma- like, ma- my mama, my mama. Um, it was uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> hey, that's a great movie, man. Young, tight, tight, tights. Yeah, a, a young uh, Dave Chappelle. A very young Dave Chappelle, and of uh, looks a, like he weighs a buck ten in it. And a middle-aged. Yeah. Oh, I always forget his name. Jacked. Robin Hood. What's his Carrie name? Owens. Carrie yeah, Owens. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very middle middle age at that. We should have a whole episode where we talk about fucking um, uh, Mel Brooks movies because the fucking oh that would be good. I mean, he has some stinkers, but most of them are genius. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I just uh, it was one of those movies. That one, yeah, I don't want to have to go. I mean, I think everyone knows that fucking movie. I mean, it was that one and another comedy one where it actually has action. It was Last Action Hero. Like those two movies, like. I think, well, Last Action Hero, well, both of them, too, breaking down the fourth wall, they did it perfectly. Like, as far as, like, because I hate when movies, like, um, that new one that came out with Bill Murray, that was, I, I finally saw it, and I was like, that's oh, lame. the dead don't die. Yeah, I was like, eh, okay. It's, a, it's no. a weird choice. No judgment. Yeah. It's funny that you bring that up, Jim because Dramash. we, I thought we were going to talk about things we'd watch this week, and one of the things that we thought we, we are going to. I well, was like, wait a minute, because I forgot. Well, I mine was also it. one that I watched this yeah. week, but yes. But mine ties, one of the mine ties directly what you're saying, but finish what you're saying. I'm sorry. Oh, no, mm-hmm. you're fine. No, I was just going to say, like, Last Action Hero, like, I remember actually seeing it in the theaters and, like, looking around as a kid. Like it's like touching the walls and like having my ticket and actually like trying <laughs> like actually trying to, like, yeah, to, to something, something about that yeah. where like you you watch something that like could take something like take you into a movie or take something out of a movie mm-hmm. um, that is just like it's a very fantastical yeah uh, in a sense like and it like makes you wonder yeah I just it always my mind always goes like that I think you know honestly I I will say like probably a good chunk of, of probably dangerous situations that I've ever been in my whole life like. I probably see movies save me nine times out of ten for not doing stupid shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, and then, like, the biggest one, that the biggest takeaway from that movie, I uh, was like, what if Stallone really was in Terminator? Like, what if he was the Terminator, you know? like And, like, I was like, hmm, that movie would have fucking sucked. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> no, because Cobra was his Terminator. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't have worked. God, they should just... If they make another Terminator, we should make Stallone the Terminator and it fights. Would, it really wouldn't. I mean, like it's, he just, it's, his it's accent is just way, way too at off. This, at it. this point, with his fucking, I'm sure with his fucking mechanical hips and knees and all the fucking HGH, he might as well be a fucking a, cyborg right. at this point. Hey. <laughs> I forgot what movie because he did a live stream on, on Instagram, and I forgot what movie he's trying to actually do again, other than uh, Demolition Man. Oh, he's doing um. It's like he's scraping the bottom of the barrel of his fucking. Uh, is um, it Judge, Judge Dread too? No, is no, it... it's um. I just saw this. It's like throw uh, mama from the train. Fuck, gonna, it's gonna bother me, but it's yeah. He's trying to re- redo another one of his properties. T- Tango and Cash too. I fucking wish I was almost my choice. That's such a great movie too. Let's see, because that that one's gonna bug me now. Right, While well, you're doing that, I'll talk about some things I saw <laughs> this week. Okay. Absolutely. Hey guys, what did y'all watch this week? Because one of my thoughts. So Nothing. I actually watched this great document. Well. It's not great. Expendables I watched four. this doc- documentary called um, "Looking for the Last Action Hero" um, on Amazon. Oh, I saw that on there. I didn't watch it, but I, I, I flagged it. It's like it. three hours long, though. I but it's it. good. It's not as I mean, 
It's Col- actually good. He, he said uh, he wants to bring Cobra Brack as a TV series. Yeah, well, we've talked about that already. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah. I thought yeah. that's what it was. No, it's in the, some other thing he said. Um, <laughs> okay. I forget. It was something like, kind of like, what? Like, you know, does that need a sequel or whatever? Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a good documentary. Lots of fucking, they kind of... You know, go from the history of westerns, and they have some, some really cool people in it. Um, so wait, what? It was called "Looking for the Last Action Hero." Yeah. Oh, okay. It's about action movies. Yeah, it's oh, just yeah. a history of action movies and the, and yeah. like tough guy movies, and yeah. uh, um, they have some pretty interesting people. Um, uh, uh, um, I'm blanking. I'm blanking on his name. Um, directed uh, Turkish Delight, RoboCop, Starship Troopers. Oh, uh, Paul Verhoeven. Uh, Paul Verhoeven. Uh, he's in it, and he's like, I like really like what he says and. It's got a pretty good, you know, story. And I, they do a lot with Scott, Scott Atkins, and I, I love him, and he is sort of like the modern day. We talked about that, yeah. So, but it was like a pretty interesting documentary. And then immediately after that, I watched Hard Target, because I hadn't seen Hard Target in, you know, like three weeks. So I decided to watch again. Fuck, I love that movie. Uh, John Woo's first American movie. In fact, I should probably, we should probably talk about it in depth, but I think it's a fucking great movie. It's, I mean, there's some weird things about it, um, but like, you know, uh, it's got um, uh, um, uh, v- v- uh, this is getting terrible. We are we are <laughs> back a, to normal, we ladies can, and gentlemen. We can, Sponsored by Ginkgo Biloba. Uh, you know you can edit this shit, right? You know there's yeah, editing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Arnold Vosloo, I think is his name. Oh, Arnold Vosloo, and then from the Mummy series. Yeah, exactly. He, he's one. Of oh, the, yeah. He plays like the t- like the henchman. Yeah. Like to, Odette Fair too. In the, wait, the Bigelow guy. Wasn't he the the dude the Bigelow the the Gigolo from Deuce Bigelow? <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> oh yeah, he was right. I think so. Now I'm gonna have to. But like... yeah, uh, Arnold Vosloo <laughs> plays Lance Henriksen's like right hand man. The, the, the guy that looks like George Harrison. What? You know what you're talking about the guy from the Mummy? Long hair? No, he's he's bald. bald. As fuck. Oh, yeah, he looks like mind. he looks like a middle. I know who you're talking about. He looks yeah. like uh, kind of a Middle Eastern Billy Zane. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was yeah. about to say the Billy Zane. Yeah. He's really good though. He's a really good actor, and he was really good in Hard Target. Um, you know, fucking Jonathan went down with like. I have a I have a I have a, a movie podcast, and I have no idea these guys. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, it's, it's a great movie, man. John Woo's first one, first American film. I think it's great. John, yes. Cl- I think it's John Cotton's. This this guy from Bigelow is yeah. uh, Odette Fair. Oh, uh, yeah, he was in the Mummy too, and Resident Evil. He played uh, the Carlos, guy. and was uh, in the Beatles. So yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Anyways, uh, so I watched those. I also watched the entirety of the TV show Billions. Uh, oh yeah, you, you, you were talking about. Yeah, literally start to finish, watch the whole thing. Yeah, funny enough, I'm I was I was up. I was in a meeting today, and my my backdrop was like the, the like a skyline of New York, and somebody's like, hey. That's the uh, opening shot of Billions, and I'm like, you know, funny enough, somebody just told me about that show that I got to watch it. Yeah, it's good. And, uh, it, was, it was fun. So apparently, uh, inadvertently, I, I plugged Billions without even realizing it. So <laughs> go me. So hey, really quick, the movies I brought up definitely not y'all's favorite movies, but just the movies that y'all First love all, I to don't watch. Have, I mean, yeah, I cannot think of a fucking. It depends as much on the I genre. Love the movie Cobra, I, it, is it really my favorite? Because then I think of you know. Big Trouble in Little China, or I think of films oh, like, a good one too. Uh, you know, uh, you go down the rabbit hole. That's the thing is like you think of one. That's why I change it so many times. Like you think yeah. of one, and then you see another, and you're like, oh, so I yeah, love this, that one. I and thought then, we understood that the whole this whole like this was going to be a segment where we just talk about a movie we loved. I just so, make, I would just ask it. Okay, just make sure we make, both we all understand. I think it's like asking who your favorite child is. Exactly. 
even though you always know the actual answer. <laughs> God damn it, you saw my daughter. It's like every time like I don't have a favorite, she's like, that's what parents say when they want to give you bullshit. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you so smart? <laughs> I'm like, this is why you're my oh, favorite. Also, too, I watched, I'm not finished with all of them. I have the, I'm about halfway through the, the last film. But I never, as I, you know, I've said in this podcast, a huge Lord of the Rings fan, the, you know, I, both of the novels and, you know, Tolkien's work and the films. But I had never seen the live action Hobbit because I'd heard nothing but terrible things about it. Same here. But I'm f- two thirds of the way done, more than two thirds of the way done, two and a half uh, uh, thirds. And I fucking really enjoy them. I think they're good movies. Like, yeah, I was going to say, that's probably one of the few. Like Lord of the Rings movies that I, I like actually went to the theater to go see. Dude, I think oh, they're I great. Know. I think like they're, yeah. they're the, Martin they, Freeman's awesome. So they yeah, Martin Freeman's awesome. Um, the guy that plays Thornin, the the head dwarf, he's great. <laughs> yeah. and it's always great to see fucking Gandalf. I mean, yeah. fucking every time he's on yeah. screen, he's always it's a fucking great movie, man. Smoking, I, I mean, it, smoking yeah, his pipe. But I think it's great. I think I think unlike the original Lord of the Rings, which I still love, I think the Hobbit keeps moving. Like it's they never feel slow. It's like yeah. they just yeah. the story's on a mission. But yeah, anyways. That's yeah. my. Those are mine for the weeks. Plus, his name is Bilbo Baggins. Oh, like exactly. Honestly, like can't get any better than that. Yeah, I've been watching uh, and I'm rewatching because I saw it as a kid. Uh, rewatching the Avatar series because they put it on Netflix. Definitely recommend that. It's actually really thought provoking towards like the middle of the series. Um, I think there's only three seasons, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so ah, that's what I've been watching. Uh, documentary wise, I started watching the Thirty for Thirty for the Lance Armstrong. Holy shit, this dude is incredibly one of the biggest pieces of trash. (laughs) I mean, I can't can't knock him for cheating. And I know this is kind of going like elsewhere. uh, But I I was watching, I was like, this dude's full of of himself. Of course, man. But I will say this. That sport has been corrupt way before he got there. And I'll give him that credit. But anyway, that's what I've been. What do you mean? Bike, bike, I know you mentioned something. Bike, bike riding. Uh, yeah. Well, I watched Stay Tuned. I also uh, binged Erie, Indiana. Oh, I love that, which wow. I love that. Love that show. Um, so amazing, amazing little gems on. Uh, and then I started. Where's that on? It's on Prime. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, the other thing I started on, which I, I loved, I was so mad when it was uh, was canceled, was uh, Eureka. So. Eureka, Eureka. Is that a cartoon? No, it's a it's a TV show. Was it on Nick? No, it was on. You think about Eureka's Castle? It was on. Oh, Nick. I know Eureka. On, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. It was on USA. It was about the town of geniuses. That's right. I remember. Yeah. So, yeah, that was another one. Matt Furrer in it had a, had a really great cast. Uh, so, I uh, been checking that oh. checking that out as well. I'm only on the season one. So, but yeah, been kind of kind of checking out uh, you know what, what's out there. So. I mean, the thing is that uh, as somebody who now is a uh, member of HBO Max, uh, yes. I'm happy that they got yes. a selection of stuff. So I watched Big shout out. a shit ton of stuff on there. Um, we Clunky, talked about it on the horror podcast. but Clunky app, great library. Yeah, well, did, I will say this, though, too. It a while to find get your shit to together. HBO, fucking stop holding it up and fucking get it on Roku and Amazon Fire yeah. Sticks for fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah, I had to watch it on my Xbox One. I just uh, cast it from my yeah. phone to my, Am- I was to like, my this Android is, TV. I'm like, but. try it on my LG. Right, I'm a Roku. My LG. I was like, oh, I have a yeah, so as long as you have a newer like, LG, uh, you can cast it. Yeah, I know, but I didn't want to do that. It seemed like a lot of work. So I spent half my time trying Listen to Listen here, old man. Trying to download it. <laughs> Look, kids, just get Got it. Contact customer just, support for HBO just, Max. Just, help just you out get it. That. Just <laughs> get it on my Vizio. Okay? Get, get it on my Roku. Get, get it on my Sony BD player. <laughs> so, I, uh, that's right. 
Look, can I, we get this? I wanted, I wanted on my zenith, and I want it tomorrow. <laughs> zenith, I remember. <laughs> I, I had a zenith. Me too. Zenith uh, used to be the fucking. Yeah, yeah, I had a tube, uh, the big old tube, uh, yeah. the the what is it? The, the wood paneling and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Had the doors and oh man, yeah, man. Had a loud uh, click for yeah. channel three. That's good, but yeah, uh, fucking load of content on there. Yeah, uh, yes. it's great. Yeah, I, I've been enjoying the hell out of it. So. Um, Gotta get, get Watch a few surprises on there, things I hadn't yeah. seen. Yeah, well, well, it's super funny, too, because, like, right after, you know, our, if, you've, if anybody's listened to our, our Texas podcast master, we just talked about, uh, we just talked about Asian horror. Mm-hmm. And uh, and on there, there's a series called Folklore, which is all about Asian folklore, yeah. uh, which is awesome. So I, I watched, like, the first episode of that as well, which That's is cool. really good. So, yeah, a lot, a lot out there. I'm trying to find... Time to watch shit, which I mean, it's, we're in a pandemic, yes. so I don't know how I don't have time, but um, I don't. <laughs> There's a weird uh, Godzilla movie. It's Godzilla and Mothra, but it's this, uh, this other one, and it has twins on yeah. the cover. No, yes, that's the... so Twins, Basil, <laughs> twins. So uh, that's actually the origins of Mothra. Uh, Mothra had its own... She had her own movie. Um, okay. She was actually the hero of her own movie. Um, a very weird backstory. So look it up sometime. Those yeah, twins just, are magical, okay, and very it. important to Mothra. So. I was like, that's just like poor marketing, though. Like I was like, Wait, I know, yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I was like, but yeah, they are. It that's they are a big part of that movie. Oh, okay, very well, cool. Well, great. Well, how did what did y'all think about being back in the uh, the studs? Yeah, man, it's a uh, it's always you know always always good to be back. Yeah, um, I was trying getting tired of this. I'm I'm so sick of Zoom, yeah. but I mean yeah. I get it. Hey, Dan, we gotta we gotta we gotta do our, our part to yeah some, something something curve. Uh, I disagree with that statement. Uh, all right, well we just you know yeah we gotta do our part to uh, some degree. Really quick shout out, uh, Boondocks, Metalocalypse, also on HBO Max. Check that out. Yeah. Those yeah. Are great Boondocks shows. is awesome. Boondock, yeah. Metalocalypse is fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, fuck I'm just yeah. so fucking depressed that they'll never gonna finish this. Don't even it get was, me started. Because it it, it it hit a peak. It was, was literally like, the final season, and fucking Cartoon Network, we're like, nah, we're cool. You don't want to finish this? No, we're cool. Uh, Brandon Smalls was like, can I take it somewhere else? We're like, no. Well, can we do a movie? No. Why? And dude, it, it, it gets epic at the end. Cartoon Network, you can take those grandpa's guitars and go to S, stick them up the boots. <laughs> <laughs> See. But uh, yeah, so yeah, no, it was fun. I, I Thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate that. I know it's getting hot in these hazmat yeah. suits. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it's like, hey, I'll, I'll break in here. It doesn't smell like man ass in here anymore. Like, no. you know, Not right now. It, no, it will but eventually. if we, we stay in here for another half an hour. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it gets a little time. warm in here, yeah. but I mean, like, not as bad as that freaking, what was no. that, 7 by 12 room oh, yeah. that we had? I mean, s- sw- sweating. Like, if someone sweat, farts. Sweat, you mean sweaty the, balls. The, the fucking set of a snuff movie that you <laughs> used to record out of? Yes. Oh, yes. you just need his machine and his fucking leather mask and a knife. <laughs> That's right. But we've upgraded. I love and now, and, and now we're just kind of more like a 70s porn studio. That's right. Yeah, let's get in there. That's right. And you know, that's what I'm going for. Minus the porn stars. Well, no, uh, James came in and that black pirate flag that had when I got when we had our pirate day yeah, pirate. for Halloween Arr. when Derek was my boss. Uh, and uh, he was like, it looks old, like a, like a, a like propaganda you, ISIS I, film. I, I like, <laughs> ISIS videos in here. Uh, sorry. Hey, what if we were in a face mask? That's oh, awesome. man. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I do want to thank you again for sharing, you know, your uh, special movies with yeah, us, with with, uh, with the audience today. 
um, and actually, you know, sharing, um, you know, where we stand in life. And it's good to know that, you know, and I hope people that are listening uh, know that we have their back no matter what. Do we, we will always stand against injustice. Uh, I think the big uh, takeaway was stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Send love. Yeah. That's Send cool. love. Stay safe. Keep fighting the good fight. Absolutely. Racist. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. Um, you know what? Uh, this one's for you. That's right. Everyone. Everyone. Everyone that's listening. That's right. Uh, but yeah, have a good night. Take care. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.